Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. us a key, but he also gives us a command. Rejoice in the Lord, always. Again, I say rejoice. You see, it's something that you can do no matter what. We, we allow ourselves to focus on what we don't have. We allow ourselves to focus on what we don't know. We allow ourselves to focus on, on the things we wish were different, the things that are unfair, the things that are, that are unjust. We allow ourselves to focus on those things. Research has proven that there are a great number of people in Western culture that suffer from depression. Many times it's those who have much but are not appreciative of what God has blessed them with and they become depressed. Today, Pastor Robert will be exhorting us to be more thankful and to rejoice in the Lord always. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. But she sings passionately with her whole heart, happy birthday, completely off key, you know, and it's in Danish, so we're only getting every other word. I mean, it's hilarious. What a wonderful woman. And she's... 5,000 miles away. But that doesn't diminish the intimacy of the relationship, and especially in these days with cell phones, email, and Skype. I mean, my goodness, you can communicate face-to-face, you know, video chat for free. It's incredible. This age, it's incredible. And you and I, we have people in our lives, I believe God intends them to be your crown and your joy. And, and it's important to, to really consider and think about, you know, does, does Jesus want to make you their hero? Second thing that I want you to notice from this passage is this admonition to rejoice in verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'll say rejoice. Happiness lasts such a short period of time. I mean, it, it, it's, it's so fleeting. It, it goes away. It, it, you know, a few minutes, a few hours. And especially if, you're, if you are really really struggling. You know, I I meet with people every week who are in just deep, deep, deep depression. Whether it's people in law enforcement or or people within the family here that are are going through tragedies. People have died. You know, I mean, ugly things, really hard things. You know, battling cancer. You know, just hard things. You don't buy your way out of that. You You don't buy that happiness. But he, he gives us here, he gives us a key, but he also gives us a command. Rejoice in the Lord, always. Again, I say rejoice. You see, it's something that you can do no matter what. We, we allow ourselves to focus on what we don't have. 
we allow ourselves to focus on what we don't know. We allow ourselves to focus on the things we wish were different, the things that are unfair, the things that are, that are unjust. We allow ourselves to focus on those things. When if we would simply turn our attention toward the other side of the curtain and rejoice in the Lord, those things might not change, but your attitude about them will. Your attitude about them will. Your perspective about them will change. It'll shift. Rejoice in the Lord always. You know, Paul, Paul wasn't, he didn't rejoice in earthly successes. He gave all that away. He had the power. He had the position. You know, he had the prestige. He had the wealth. He gave it all away. Became really utterly destitute. He was dependent upon the, the, the gifts of other Christians. He was dependent upon the hospitality of other believers and his own ability to make tents. Now think about that. He, he came from a wealthy family and he became a leather worker. Been there and done that. I, I, I actually did that job for a while when, I was, when we first started the church. I, and, and that is what it literally means. We call Paul a tent maker. What it literally means in the Greek is, is that he worked with leather. He was a leather worker. I repaired leather furniture for about two years as a way to, to try to help you know, feed our family when we first started the church. Paul went from being a wealthy, powerful, influential man in Israel, one of the leaders in his nation, one of the, one of the top-tier people, to being a, someone who worked with his hands, someone who, who was you know, making tents and just kind of living hand-to-mouth, dependent upon people's gifts, dependent upon the hospitals. And he did it willingly. He did it willingly. He wasn't focused on the temporal stuff, the earthly successes. He was focused on treasures in heaven, eternal pursuits, you know, people being healed, people being changed, people being rescued, people being transformed. He was, he was focused on fulfilling the call on his life, the ministry he'd been given, the responsibilities he'd been given. And, and as I thought about this, I, I think, you know, the people in your world that, that God has placed there strategically for you to be able to, to make a difference, make an impact in their lives as the Holy Spirit works through you and ministers to those people and touches those people. The people, people you lead by example. See, sometimes we, we, we shortchange ourselves because we think, well, I'm not a minister, I'm not a pastor, I'm not a teacher, I'm not an evangelist. No, but you're a Christian. The Holy Spirit of the living God lives inside you. He will teach people. He will show people. He will lead people if you're living your faith. I'm not saying you have to be a teacher. I'm not saying you have to be a, a minister in, in, the, you know, in the sense of a profession, a vocation. What I am saying is just be a Christian. Just be a Christian in front of people. Trust God. You know, when they come to you with hardships, don't just say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. If there's anything I can do, let me know. Take that little step of faith. Can I pray for you? Would it be all right if I pray for you right now? You'd be shocked and amazed at how people respond to that. Very, very, very rarely will they say no. And then when you pray, what might God do? What might He do? You don't know until you pray. You don't know until you, until you ask. And see, the, the thing is, when we make that our focus, when we're looking on the other side of the curtain, when we're actually focused on the other side, what we find is that we become anxious for nothing. See, that's the, the thing that I want you to see here. Let your gentleness, verse 5, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, 
by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. You know why we worry so much and why we have so much anxiety and struggle? Because we're so focused on, on, on the 6,219 days. We're so focused on, on, on this little earthbound existence, you know, the, the time that we have left. And, and we get all, all freaked out. You know, my dad used to just irritate me to no end because I'm, I'm a worrier. When I was a teenager, my dad would kind of shake his head and, and he'd say to me, son, you're going to live until you die. I'm like, that's just the stupidest thing anybody ever said. Duh. Now I'm a little older than he was when he was saying those things to me, and I get it. I understand the wisdom in it. You don't change anything by fretting over it. You don't, you don't change anything by worrying about it. And the more you focus on it, the uglier and the, 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 the more frightening it often becomes. But when you just give it to God and start focusing on the other side of the curtain, you, you realize he's got it all under control. He's going to work it out. See, I'm not one who just believes, ah, oh, it's going to work out. Because sometimes things don't work out. But what I do know is that even in things that don't work out, he works them out. He causes all things to work together for the good of those who are the called. Even when bad things happen in your life, he will take those things and turn them to blessing for you if you'll trust him. If, you, if you'll make him your focus, if you'll rejoice in the Lord always, no matter what, if you will make the decision, I'm not talking about emotion, I'm talking about your will, I will be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, and that's probably the key in the, in the equation there, with thanksgiving, I'll make my request known to God. In other words, I'm going to go to Him acknowledging, I know I don't deserve anything from you. I know that I can't come to you demanding that you make everything the way I want it to be. I can't come to you expecting that, that I'm somehow entitled to a cushy life or, or a life that's trouble-free or a life without pain or sickness or disease because I, I live in a messed up world and I have issues. And, and I, know, I know all of that. You've been so good to me. You've been so generous toward me. And I, I, I thank you for all the the blessings and the way you've worked in my life, but if you could just do this for me. You just bring him the request, and then you let it go. It's on him. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor. And we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio. <laughs>